Sorry, my head's Fat, dude. My bad. Okay? <laughs> Holy. Okay. Hey. Ooh. Hey. When did you make this? The other day. Okay, my bad. My bad. High beat. Okay. Like, my bad, huh? High, high, high energy beat. I like it. It's not bad. Yeah, what can I say? I feel you like know? I'm in Miami right now. <laughs> Thank yeah, you. Yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah, I'm at Las way. Vegas. I'm in Las Vegas. I'm ready to. A certain vibe. Yeah, yeah, you ain't wrong. You ain't wrong. Chilling at the beach. But guess what, guys? Oh, I'm so tired. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Welcome back. Welcome back, <laughs> people. One-on-one. You already know what it is. It's your boys. It's your boys. <laughs> say what's Hello, up, boys. Ghost. Say what's up. <laughs> Say what's up, boys. What's Say what's up, up boys? We, we just said what's up. Yeah, bro. And girls. Yeah, exactly. Oh, and girls. Sorry, yeah, chilling yeah, yeah. with us. Yes. Welcome to the ladies. It's of... the boys. You remember me, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's the boys. It's, this is yeah, last note. It's always been four of us. It's the last note. Duh. <laughs> last note. Yo. Last and note are both four-letter words. Great observation, Wow. Josh. Really? Fantastic. Really? I didn't notice. Wow. Wow. Dang. They're also spelled the same backwards and forwards. Think about it. Got him. Misinformation. I'm sorry. Got him. Got him. All right. So, y'all, we have a special guest here today. Yeah. Would you like to introduce yourself? Uh, yeah, sure. Hi, I'm Trey Bishop. I'm from Western Maryland, middle of nowhere, out here in Provo now, going to school. Yeah. I make music. I make beats. I'm writing a book. It's going to take like 10 years before it's over, probably. Dang. But um, I know Tupo from the mission. I was reassigned to California, San Bernardino with him. And he is by far one of my top favorite missionaries I ever served with in Brazil or the United States. Dang, you made the top 10, dude. <laughs> take it, nerds. <laughs> what did you do to get into the top 10? <sighs> you know, you know, just be me, you know? I said him, I said him $10 yeah. here and there, but hey, it was just being me. Was he good? Was he a good missionary? He was a great missionary. He is one of those guys that came into the mission already with a strong understanding of what charity was. Ooh. And, you know, no missionary is perfect, and you can't ask for a missionary to do everything. But, but if they have charity... <laughs> Everything else falls into it, everything else falls into place, and so that's what it was. He came in with charity, and everything else just fell into place. Hmm. Facts. Interesting. I agree. How come we haven't experienced that charity, dude? Yeah, because I don't care about you guys. <laughs> <laughs> fair, fair. Trey, we're glad to have you here with us. I feel like I'm in the presence of a celebrity almost. Why is that? Well, okay. So you're a creative artist in terms of music and other things. You just said you're writing a book. And hey. I hear you played for BYU. I did at one point until my LCL said goodbye. Dang, the LCL? Yeah, but it's okay. It was um, one of the things I was focusing, that I was struggling with the whole time I was playing football there was that when I was in high school in a small town, I was that guy. Everyone was like, that guy's going places. He's going to play football at a D1 college. Yeah. Then you go to BYU where everybody's that guy. And it's just like a big, for me, I was comparing myself to other people, robbing mm. myself of my own joy. And so every morning, like during spring football season, I'd wake up dreading the time that I get on the field. I'd get on the field really? and I'd have a blast and I'd enjoy it. The rest of the day, I'd be like I had nothing to worry about. It was amazing. I loved it. And then I'd go to sleep and it was like I reset. Every morning I woke up dreading it just as much as the day before. Wow. And so the first day when I wasn't playing anymore, I had like eight extra hours to just do whatever I wanted. I was sitting on the couch with my wife and I was like, 
I can get used to this. <laughs> mm. But um, not much love for the Cougars. They're still my brothers. I love them. I watch every game. They're going to come back and they're going to put a whooping on Arkansas. Oh, yeah. Inshallah. They, even oh, though you got whoops. clapped by Notre Dame, it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> we can oh. move on from that. Inshallah. Oh. But we're, we're, we're open to bigger, better things. That's cool, man. You're like legit. You make us look like little punks. <laughs> I don't know about punks. I mean, physically, I'm bigger, but you don't look like punks. Oh, thanks, man. Oh, you guys are all... It's just the outside. How old are you? 21. How Tw- old are you guys? Dang, man. You're 21? Yeah. Dang. You captain. Dude, that's great. What's your birthday? February 20th. Oh, so you're, so you're coming up 22. on 22. Yeah, I'll be feeling 22 here soon. 22 T Swift. Hey. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, T Swift, shout out. No. If, if, <laughs> shout out. Shout out to love you. Yeah. Watch our podcast? Yeah. T Swift actually, she went to high school or went to the same high school as my sister in law in Pennsylvania. Really? Yeah. Whoa, at, at the same so, time? No, no. She, like, like uh, literally, she moved to Nashville the year that my sister in law got in. Dang. But she heard the story. She was a good girl. She was super. She was? Well, I wouldn't say anything different on a podcast. Fair. Hey, say less. Fair. Fair. Say less. We'll get the deets later. Just kidding. (laughs) It's crazy, man. I I, I thought you were 22 going to 23. Yeah. Somebody told me I looked 29 the other day. 29? I didn't know how to feel about that. Really? Dude. All right. Quick story. So I served my mission in Peru, right? I I was with Ethan. Fair. We get on the bus. Like, the bus system is so whack there. But we get up, all the seats were were filled early in the morning. We were heading down to the 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 main chapel for our mission reunion. <clears throat> or not reunion, the zone conference, I mean. And me and me and uh Ethan are just standing there holding on to the rail. And there's like this twelve, thirteen year old kid sitting on the seat like one over from where I'm standing. And uh, like he said it in Spanish, but he was basically like, "Sir, sir, would you like to take a, the seat?" I was like, "Oh no, thanks, man." And then I look at Ethan, and he's laughing his face off. He's like grabbing the rail, like hiding his face. Like, yo, he called you sir. Like, how old does he think you are? I was like, bro, don't even get me started right now. So like, we woke up early. My hair was like still wet with gel and stuff. So I can't imagine how old that made me look. But the fact that he <laughs> called me sir, I knew I was done. Dang. Dude, I felt that. Cause I so I'm a track and I'm a high school track and field coach. That's and, sick. And uh they like some of the kids, like at least in the first few weeks when I first started, would run up to me, Sir, sir, Mr. Sir. I was like, What? I'm like barely older than you guys. So I'm not even in my thirties. Yeah, I was like, it made me feel weird. But dang, so you're 21, so you're the youngest one here on the couch. If yeah, I how does it feel, oh. Sam, not being the youngest anymore? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm 23, by the way. Okay. You asked, but I had to answer. Yeah, yeah, Going, yeah. I turn 24 next month. Sick. It's wild. Wait, so how old are you? I'm 22. Again? I thought so. <laughs> yeah. 22. 22. Yeah, he just barely turned 22. People on my mission tried to, like, randomly would be like, we, we, I had this big thing of, like, how old is Elder Hatch? And, like, a lot of people said I looked like I was 30. And I was like, I'm 30. Dang. I'm it, sorry. It was bad. <laughs> I got so bad, I put a poll on Facebook. And people would like, all the missionaries were submitting answers. And like, I averaged it out, and the average age was 26. 26, 26? isn't bad. That's yeah. a good age, I think. That's, 
Holy. Yeah. Which but, I don't think I do, but. You, you know, I mean, maybe for me it would be a good age, but for you, because you were what? Especially being on the mission? 20 at that time? <laughs> Especially yeah, being dude. on the mission? Yeah, I was like 21, 20. Yeah. <laughs> barely, barely in your, like, you're in your early 20s and they're already thinking that you, yeah, you're 26. Dude. It was rough, man. Trying to talk at all the cute sisters. It's rough. It's got real self confidence <laughs> Well, that's actually another thing. I actually met my wife on my mission. Stop lying, really? I was her district leader. Oh, so they were in your You're in the post. Was it in Brazil? It was in Brazil. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. That's so what happened was uh, COVID hit. She was on a Rubik's Cube in the mm. airport on our way home. And I was like, yo, teach me how to solve that. Oh, like, smooth. Uh, it was unspoken smooth. riz. That wasn't invented when I did it, but I wow. actually invented unspoken riz. A lot of people don't know that about me. Okay, and, um, okay. <laughs> and so she taught me how to, she taught me step by step. She's a good teacher. And the last step, I purposely messed up. I was like, I have no idea what to do. You know what? <laughs> when we're released at home, you need to FaceTime me. Ooh. And so slide did. in. One thing led to another. By the time I went to California, she was already sold. I was already sold. And then I was lucky enough when I came back that she hadn't found another dude, so we got married. Yo, that's sick. Nice. Wow. So, so you said where she's from? Where, where she's what the Spanish? Where where's she from? <laughs> so, um, her descendants at least she's Puerto Rican, and so I thought she oh, was Brazilian where? for a super long time until I spoke to her a little more. But she's actually like she's lived in like Pennsylvania around Philadelphia her whole life. It's so, like three mm. hours from wow. where I live or where oh, I'm from. Awesome. What what part of uh, Puerto Rico is her family? San Juan. San Juan. Yeah, my mom's from San Juan. Dude, that's sick. that's awesome. The Dude, food's amazing. I I'm for real. I miss it. I haven't gone in so long. The last time I went was twenty eighteen, like before I left for my mission, and I was gonna go earlier this year, but it was <clears> like <throat> a huge family emergency, so she just took my little brother. Yeah. But fingers crossed, we do end up going. Uh, I think January or February for the open house for the the temple. That's gonna be so sick. I've never been. I don't, my wife's never been either, actually. Oh really? They never they never really had the means, I guess. Mm-hmm. But we're getting to the point now. If we if we fulfill our goals in the next couple of years, we'll have a we'll have the means to get her down there. Oh, be yeah. traveling it's the a, world. It's a beautiful place. Yeah, go enjoy it. That's, That's sick, awesome. bro. How long have you guys been married? Uh, coming up on ten months in four days. So Ooh. in four days we'll be hitting our ten month mark. You gonna go on a date? Probably, yeah. Ooh. <laughs> Must be nice. Are you going to go on a date with your wife? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Biggest you're, question ever on this episode. Yeah. <laughs> when you're a married person, date has a very flexible definition. It could literally be just ordering pizza. No, that That's is true. true. But, yeah. I mean, yeah. But, yeah, at that point, the date is just doing yeah. something a little different. Yeah, if you usual. just call it a date, it's basically a date. It, it, somehow it makes it more special. It so really you guys does. got to celebrate. Yeah. Get some mm. like. So if you call it a date, it's a date. Basically. she And if you're dating a girl, like, and you're single, if you call it a date and she doesn't know, it's still a date. You can tell everyone you went on a date with her, even if Interesting. she has no idea. And then they're like, yeah, so you went on a date with her, and then they go yeah, to the girl, and the girl's going to be like, the girl's yeah. going to be like, huh? I thought that was just a hangout. We were like 20 people there. Exactly. <laughs> I, I'm going to call somebody out. I think you need to give Tupo some advice. Bruh. About what a date is. Uh, yeah, off camera. Give me, a di- okay, off no, camera. Give me advice right now. No, just give me advice right now. Or do it right what now. What a date, date is. Bro, I, I can't give you an advice on a date, but I can give you a date idea. The next girl you take on this date, whoever you take on this date, she'll be sold on you. You Ooh. ready? So only do it when you're, when you're feeling serious, all right? 
Go to DI, buy a bucket of golf balls. Oh. Sometimes they don't have them at DI. Glow sticks. Yeah, everybody you talking does about it those, here, bro? bro. Yeah, bro, those are nice, bro. That, dude, those that's a nice, dude, that's a nice vibe right there. Yeah, um, an elder that I served with told me about that, and I was like, I'm doing that, and I did it. That's and I did. I thought it was like the coolest thing ever. Apparently, everyone out here knows it, but I've heard of it. Yeah. What? Okay. Then I got another quote. Follow up. Hit Why? me with it. Mm. Um. What's the difference between kicking it with a girl and going on a date? The implication. Explain. Well, you need to know where you want it to go, and you have to have some sort of understanding of where she wants it to go. If you're just kicking it with a girl, and, like, I don't know. Like, imagine he's a girl. No, I'm not going to do that, actually. I was going to be like... <laughs> I wake up every day, and I'm like, Tupo's a girl. So it's normal. Hey, nah, dude, he's like the manliest dude in this room, counting uh, me. Uh, you should little, hear the sounds that, that he makes. Little do you know, Trey. Little do you know the sounds little he you. makes. <laughs> Haters. Haters going to hate, bro. Haters, Haters going to hate, bro. I'm just but saying, like, bro. So uh, what makes a date different is basically, I think you just have to call it a date. Like, fair. kind of like, hey, you want to go on a date with me as opposed to you want to hang out. Because that leaves, I mean, I, me personally, I, there's no room for interpretation for me. I am emotionally, not emotionally, but like, I don't get context clues. So I had to tell my, my wife at the beginning of our relationship, I was like, look, if you don't outright tell me what, you, what it is you want, what your intentions are, I'm not going to know. If you're yeah. into me and you send all these hints, you're like, oh my gosh, I'm not going to know. And it's not because of you, it's because I'm just stupid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <And> so- <laughs> Do I feel like I kind of am the same way? Same. I think I just need to be, like, not, not shown and told everything, but it's just, like... At the right moment, somebody needs to tell you've you. You've got to be straight up with me and, like, tell me what's going on so I just, like, know, you know? Yeah. Okay, that's fair. I can... I can... I can ride with that. You're still not out of it completely. What? How am I not out of it, bruh? So, okay, so we tease him. Holy cow. We one example. Holy cow. Because he... From our perspective... He t- he's like, he can kick it with girls all the time, but it's rare when he turns it into a date. Mm. It, but we view a lot of the times he's kicked it with girls where, like, that's basically a date. And so we just like to give him crap and, like, uh, like yeah. go for him. I'm just like, no, I just go kick it with them. And then he, they're like, no, it's a date. And I was like, no, I just kicked it. We just kicked it. So you're that's saying it. you're the one that doesn't want it to be a date. You just want it to be kicking it. I'm going to be honest. They don't want it to be a date. And I was know that preference. Was that did So with some of them, did they come in the conversation? We're like, this is not a date. We're just hanging out. No, they literally. Well, no, that would make it no, weird. No, they didn't say that. They didn't say that. So it was your mentality going in. They just. OK. OK. Question. Let me say, put I'm this out there. To you. Let me tell you. Dude, let me tell you. Mike. What, what do you. Sorry. What do you need to do? No, <laughs> Mike. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm kidding. Too much. Too much. Too much. So basically, like you said, a date is a date only if you call it a date, right? Even though. But it can also be a date just like. It has to be a mutual feeling. And mm. sometimes it goes unsaid, but usually you just know. It's like. It's like. This is a really weird comparison. You just know, like you said. You know you a date's know. a date the same way you know that God loves you. Mm. And that's the most dumb comparison. They're not the same thing no, that's a good one. at all. But like, Put it right here, Tubo. Right here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm, I don't know if I'm going to do that, but let's try it. We'll like, try. it's just unspoken. <laughs> it's like you, a note. <laughs> you just know. You like, Especially in this community, most people grow up, for the majority of the time, not really doubting it. And if you are, I'm sorry. But you can find a way. 
So, okay. So I would say you meet a girl or someone's like trying to set you up with somebody to at least meet them. Yeah. And, and your mentality from our perspective is you go into it thinking you're just going to be kicking it. You never, you don't even consider the date option. You just go straight to, we're just kicking it. So that's why we get on you because from our perspective, it looks like you're like preventing yourself from experiencing other opportunities that could be there. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, now that you explained it, so just getting on me about it. Well, it's because he... We've been trying Trey to helped me. It. Trey helped me formulate See, that. This is why he's here. Give me some, Trey. Yeah. You know, Thank the you chick being here, into his mentality, <laughs> though, there might be the, the right chick for you might be the kind of chick that just likes kicking it and you just figure it out. Mm. Dang. That's but true if you're too. going for volume... And you're in Provo. You best be going for vault. No, I'm <laughs> <laughs> I only ever dated one person in Provo. I like that. But um, hey, yeah, we should Yo. invite Trey more often because he's making Tupo listen. I know Tupo doesn't <laughs> listen to us. <laughs> bro, 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 bro. See, told you, haters. Stop the, stop the Tupo slander. <laughs> nah, it's okay. We go off on each other all the time. Most of the time, it's just me. They just go off on me, like all Dude, the time. Most happening. of the guests we have go off on me, though. That's for real. True. Yeah. yeah. How dare you? Yeah. <laughs> there you go. There's another one. You heard it here Freaking first, ladies and gentlemen. Guess how much I weigh right now. Speaking of Slim Jim. Oh, stop. Oh, don't make me do this. Josh, you go. What? It won't hurt my feelings whether you overshoot it or undershoot it. How much it. does you weigh? Okay. Well, I won't say how much I weigh. But so I'm a. <laughs> we'll put it right here. No, I'm yeah. <laughs> All of our weights will be right yeah. next to our uh, heads. Uh, right uh, here. You I choose which say... one you want. Right there. <laughs> From your structure. And then your height, I would probably say around two. Mm-mm. Shut up. <laughs> two two twenty two thirty. I can tell. I got you. I can do. You it. know. I told uh, you on my mission. I you, think. I know because we might. compared weights. Am I close? Or not? Hold on. How tall are you? Six six. Six, six five six. at the doctor's office. Six six with my shoes on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna go with six six on a good day. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're okay, so you're six six. I would. I would have to say. Yeah, about 250. You're getting closer, but not quite there, Tupo. Really? 280? You're getting closer, but not quite there. Really? You're not in the 300s, are you? Last I weighed myself, 305. Really? No, you do not not look like on. it. I'm grabbing the scale. What no, the hell? Bro, no, 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 Oh, don't put it on the carpet. It won't read it. Accurately. That's what I'm saying. Dude. Yeah, but don't, don't worry about it. For those we'll of you who just listening, break, it will return, okay? We'll just, yeah, we'll do it on the break <laughs> to confirm. Oh, actually, come here. I'll just record it and then send it to him and he can put it in the video. Holy. That's a lot of editing for That's me. A, Dude, I'm That's going. a lot of yeah, editing Might as well. Me, It'll be easy. He wants Holy. to know. It'll be easy. Just, uh... I'm going to jump on this thing. Tell me, well, tell me when you hit record, or Josh, tell me when you're recording and then I'll clap. For real. You're recording? Yeah. You totally did it all. <laughs> the question is, are we going to cut this? You and I can have a conversation. That, honestly, because look at it. Bro, most of the time, we're not coming. I'm not attacking. 305? I know myself. <laughs> I know my measurables. That's all that. fire, dude. 305. Dang. All right, let's all go step on this game. <laughs> if the Weber State coach is watching, offer me. I might think about it. Oh, hey, there Weber you go. State. Weber State. 
Not Utah State, Weber. Weber. Thing, bro. Burr. Utah State did Burr. not want me, so Real I don't want to. We don't want Burr. Utah State up in here. Burr. That's insane, dude. Utah State burrito throwers. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that's crazy. I, you do not. I obviously I wouldn't have guessed three of them. That was the weirdest tangent, but you said Slim Jim. I guess do people ever rag on you about your skinniness? No. Did nah. you yeah. Deep. Well before. I've gained actually. Yeah, that's so you look like you filled out really well. Like I'm you're filling you're proportionate. Out. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank no, you. He, he, he looks good guys? now. Uh, <laughs> no. At least now now we know. So you before won't break what happened was <laughs> So I long jump and I play basketball. Yo. I can't do either of those things. Yeah, I was decent at both. And so I like, my ideal weight when I was long jumping was like 170, 165. I'm 188 right now. Dude, so if I can turn my whatever I got into muscle, I can get back into it, I feel like. You could reasonably be 205 and look shredded. Really? Yeah, you could. Yeah. But then it's like, can I fly, you know? I think you well, you you seen could. gymnasts in them? They're pretty muscular and they're still very agile. It's all just it's all the the quick twitch. You know that already, though. Yeah, just those quick twitch muscles. It's true. I want to get back to it. But. I mean, look at Tom Holland, bro. He's super ripped and he's still agile. He's an actor. Yeah, I don't know what all an he act- does. Dude. <laughs> yeah, he's an actor. Right. Right. He's yeah, he's an actor. I don't see him long jumping and. He's just a look gym at his stuff. older stuff, but still. Have you not seen Spider-Man? He does a... Dude, <laughs> some of that is CGI, <laughs> but it's still him doing it. He puts on them, them tracking suits. Them, yeah. We'll see. All Dang. right. I'll let you take control of the conversation. Again. Yeah, so we're going to move on. Bro, let's move on. Sorry, that was a very That sad was cool, point. though. That's cool. I can't believe I knew it. I thought it was going to be at least 310 just now. I was capping a little bit about 305. <laughs> but, but it was true. weren't. I was unknowingly not capping. All right. We got video proof, too. It's fine. All right. So, some of the oh, is there anything else we'd like to introduce as you introduce yourself? Is there anything else you'd like to say? Beep, boop. All right, cool. <laughs> right. Wait, hold on. Let me ask one more Wait, question. I think right, I one more question. The same ring. Hold All on, right. Wow. Sorry. I just noticed it. That's cool. Um, I want to <laughs> ask you just for a second. You said you do music. You make beats and other things. Oh, yeah, things. I was going to yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what kind of music? What are you working on? What does your music life look like? Okay, do you have so streaming anything? Yeah. Um, let's see here. I started making beats when I was 13 on my cell phone on this crappy nice. little app. That was four bucks. And I learned when I was young from wannabe YouTube channels and also like that weird app. Sometimes apps won't give you what you want to do. And so you can kind of do weird hacks to basically make yourself do stuff that technically you shouldn't be able to do. Like, mm-hmm. no, I'm not talking hacking. I'm talking you just do some weird stuff. And yeah. It makes it. And so I upgraded, eventually saved up some money after my first job, got like a drum pad, some headphones, a computer, a real DAW. I make mostly hip-hop-esque beats. Nice. When it comes to me singing, it's more singing. I, I rap on a very few occasions. I call it more like indie r&b soul nice okay like alternative r&b yeah it's kind of what i categorize it in there's a couple songs that are popular than others and then there are some that are just way left field um working on two albums right now one's in the very preliminary stages i probably won't put that out until next year but the other one i've been sitting on basically since april Ooh. and i'm actually just about to pull the trigger and finish the recording process in the next month to put it out sometime in december that's nice. sick dude and what is it? Is this album just going to be a mix of of 
hip hop here, singing here? Is it is, is it a mix of that or is what's yeah, your basically theme? it's um so it's an eight it's an eight song album. Those are kind of popular nowadays, the shorter albums. And yeah. for my first album, I don't want to have people commit to listening to me for forty minutes. So I'm gonna <laughs> go for twenty to start. Yeah, warm them up. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's um mostly singing actually. There's probably like three rap verses in the whole thing. Okay. Um, and it's called Loser. I I wrote the whole album right after I got cut from the football team, mm-hmm. and the week before that, I lost my job due to the time commitment I had with the football team. Mm. And so wow. I was left no job and also kind of no identity because when you're a football player, that's all you talk about, and it's kind yeah. of creeping out now with like my weight being brought up randomly. Mm-hmm. It's a complex, bro. Like people people would ask me, "Who are you? What do you do?" Oh, I play football, and then that was all I could think about because it's all that people can relate to. Yeah. Um, and so I wrote the whole album in that span of time, the key moment in the album, I'll just give one line. I wrote, I said, um, if I was born to be a loser, then I'm going to die a winner. Mm. <laughs> that's fire. That's yeah. actually fire. That's, doing. that's smooth. That's nice. That's real smooth. So it's real. You get real on this one. Oh yeah. I, I played a song for my mom and she cried. Really? She's like, I didn't know you felt this way. I was like, Mom, you're like three thousand miles away. I'm not trying to bother you about. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Because until and up until now, I didn't even tell her I got fired. I just told her I quit. Really? But yeah. Because like, when I was living with them as a teenager, I was really irresponsible, hmm. and I didn't want them to feel like I hadn't changed. In mm-hmm. in some ways, I had. Some ways, I really did not change, and so I didn't want them to see that. Yeah. And so I was like, Oh yeah, I just quit the job a little earlier, and they're like, Oh. That's weird, but okay. But yeah, I got fired because I was late a couple too many times due to me being in football. That's tough, man. That's sick, though. I'm glad you bounced back, and now you're like, you're, you're going to put it out there and share something that I feel like sometimes maybe what you would think. I don't tell me if I'm wrong. Yeah. I feel like maybe when you were writing through, writing the, about these experiences, you were like, man, how can I make this relatable? Did, you, did that thought cross your mind? Because not everyone plays football and, and is this big thing. But yeah. like the, the theme of being born a loser or feeling like you've been born a loser, like I relate to that. Like I didn't play college sports, but like in high school, I was I was always known as like the basketball guy. Yeah. And then but I was like, but I'm so much more than that. Yeah. I, I mean, I think it's relatable to everybody. I mean, I bring up I bring up football and losing my job like once. Okay. And it's like kind of the crux of the, the title track loser. And so, but everything else is just kind of like my journey through those moments. And so every song, it just is supposed to convey a feeling, basically. Mm. And then the middle song kind of helps you make sense of the narrative a little more and then finishes it off. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm excited to hear it. Do you have a release date yet? Can you spit a line? Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. Just one line that like really... You just dropped a line. No, uh, like uh, another one that emphasizes more on... Trying to think. Uh, I guess like the, like a, a silver lining type deal. Yeah. Um. The last song, the refrain. It's not the chorus, but like the bridge. I'm not gonna sing it. No, that's but, um, right. It's on um, people changing. That's okay. The world's changing every day. The world's changing every day. We ought to go with it. People go, and that's okay. The world's going every day. The world's growing every day, and we ought to grow with it. So it's just like things are going to change. Everyone around you is going to change. The last song is me talking about how basically all my friends from high school I don't talk to anymore. And Mm. it's not because I don't like them. 
I sure hope it's not because they don't like me. They all came to my wedding and they were very pleasant. Mm-hmm. But it's just because our lives are so different now. I was the only member in my high school. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. when I go to Brazil for two years and leave them behind and come back a completely different person to them and then get married like six months later, it was just a culture shock. And so it's hard yeah. to like relate to them on that level. Wow. Crazy. That's cool, man. You got a release date for it or no? No, no, no. But I'll show you some tracks after the pod. But I'll show you the, the ones that Wait, you, you said you're planning on December release date. December. I want to get it done before. I want to f- have it out before the year. I'll have the album done definitely before the end of this month. But then I want to take a month to really Word. market it. Wait, what DAW do you use? I use um. I used to use Logic X. And then my free trial ran out, and so I don't anymore for the moment. <laughs> and I have I have the money for it, but my wife won't let me spend it yet. <laughs> so, <laughs> the wife, nice. I'm using I'm using a dog called Machine M A M A S C H I N E. It comes yeah. with a it comes with a controller like the drum pad. Yeah, that's good mm-hmm. for but it has making. a built in DAW in. And so, it the, the the drawback of it is it kind of promotes repetitiveness rep- repetition because everything's split up into patterns like little groups of four blocks. So like with Logic. You could play one thing, and then you could copy and paste it over if you want, or you could yeah. just do a whole other thing. And so it was hard for me to break out of that box. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so that like that's why it's taking me so long to release new music because because like you're trying to figure it out. Yeah, basically trying totally. to how to how to produce it and get it out there. But that, eventually, you're gonna go back to using Logic, dude. Logic's my favorite. I'm looking at it on my screen, and I'm just getting <laughs> like flashbacks to some of the most creative beat making moments I've ever. Had. I love Logic. It's because oh, yeah, I started on. I started on GarageBand, but also like Pro Tools. But bro, if you go from GarageBand to Logic, it's very, very intuitive. It's nice and fluid. But when I was trying to use Pro Tools... <laughs> yeah, Pro Tools was difficult. Learning on Pro Tools is hard. There's a reason they call it Pro Tools. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not a pro. I'm not going to even touch that. Exactly. Yeah, I, I couldn't even figure out connecting a MIDI controller to Pro Tools. Yeah, dude. But Logic, Logic Pro is just... I love it a lot. I love it. One of my top favorite rappers, Tyler Creator, as far as I know, still uses Logic Pro X. Yes. So many do. He does. So many do. Uh, he does. Um, there's another one. Mac so Miller I used Logic Pro. Head. Mac, Mac Miller. Miller used Logic Pro. Oh, yeah, Mac Miller used it. L- lots of them just use Ableton. FL and or Ableton. Yeah. What's crazy is when you reach a certain level and you're very collaborative and have access to resources like producers and other people, they use all of them. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, there's a dude, they have dudes that constantly producers are constantly like taking pro logic projects and converting them into FL studio projects. And like, yeah, so that's the crazy part is like, I'm pretty sure most people, most artists use logic pro in some degree of their workflow. Oh yeah. Apple, you did a good job. For they real. Did. For real. Well, we're excited yeah, when you I drop can't wait that. To hear it, bro. When you drop that, check it out. We're gonna we'll let you know when that thing's dropping. Trey's dropping music. Do you have an artist name or you go by Trey Bishop? Name? Trey Bishop. That's yeah. kind of slick, sick though. All caps. You already have a cool name, bro. I know you were born with a cool name, dude. Yeah. Well, I actually wasn't, bro. My my legal name is Donald Bishop. Dude, the Donald. Oh, I forgot about the that. The third. The third, dude. Yeah. That's so dude, cool. they call sick. me Trey because there's this movie called Boys in the Hood. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> to me, had a real goofy name, and so his parents said, he's the third, we'll call him Trey, like Trace. And my parents, oh, yeah, yeah. Parents, yeah my yeah. dad, a hillbilly from West Virginia, was like, that's a good idea. And so I'm Trey, and I, I like it. Yeah, Trey Bishop sounds sick. Dude. If you went by Donald, that would still be sick. That would be. Do- Donald, to me, is like a, besides Donald Trump, Donald, to <laughs> me, is like a, I feel like that's a pretty, like... It sounds like an artist name. A creative yeah, name. For real. Like, I feel like a creative mind would have the name Donald. Donald Glover. Donald, Donald Glover. Glover. Yeah, exactly. There you go. 
So it's just Donald Trump. He's great. creative in his own way. Dude, yeah, I would have been a third for sure. If I was born a third, I would have gone by the name Trey too. That would have been sick. I've never even thought about being. But born I just a third. had to pick my own name, man. Hate myself. That's cool, man. Well, okay, let's get into some of the good stuff. All right, we got some questions from. Um, just a couple, question. What is <laughs> what has life taught you recently? Mm. Who starts? Yeah, who wants to start? That's not me. I went. I went. Let's first have our guest start. Two weeks. All right. <laughs> all right, Trey. What is something in like Putting that on the life spot. has taught you all right. recently? Full disclosure, I purposely didn't think of these. I thought about the questions the entire week, but I didn't think about the answer at all because <laughs> I wanted to come out right now. Fair. But on my way driving here, I thought of one. It's kind of cheating, but I guess it was like I was already kind of in the setting. That's all good. So, um, one thing I've noticed when I was on my mission, I was always thinking like, "Man, the mission's great." But everything's going to be real good once I go home. Then I went home. Man, being at home is great. But everything's going to go better once I get married. Then I got married. Man, being married is great. But everything's going to go better when I get my scholarships next, next September. Man, getting my scholarships was great. But everything will get better when my wife graduates and starts making a good salary. Mm. And so that's a really bad place to be in because, I mean... Yeah, I say, yeah, it's great. And then I say the but. It takes away from where you are right now. So one thing I've learned lately is to learn to be happy and content in the moment that you are in mm-hmm. already for the fact that it is the moment that you're in. Like, you're never going to have another one. I'm never going to be poor again, hopefully, as long yeah, as he's got sure. a plan. And so enjoy it. Um, and I've been doing that. And it's been I've been a lot more joyful and a lot more thankful for what I have as opposed to constantly looking forward to the next Cause it's like I'm moving the goalposts on myself, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so I've stopped doing that lately, kind of. It's, it creeps in every now and then because I'm not perfect, but That's it's so cool. helped me a lot. It's made my relationship with my wife a lot better and with myself a lot better and the Lord a lot better because I have a lot more to thank Him for at night than I used to. Mm-hmm. That's like super insightful. I feel like that's something that I need to, I think, focus on more, because. I'm always I'm my I'm always about progress, 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 get better, get better, keep moving, keep progressing. And that's good. But if you if you're too much that way, then you do you lose those moments to really just be present, you know? And that's that's something I want to do more is be be more present in in the blessings that I have now. Um and that dude, another thing cuz I was going to say mine, it kind of ties into yours, we can kind of combine them. I had the weird thought a few weeks ago. I was telling you guys about it. We were talking about a mirror and like looking in the mirror. Oh, yeah. And like, I was like, what's the purpose of, what's like the real purpose of like looking in the mirror? And subconsciously, I think, you know, I think, I don't think very often we go to a mirror to look at how great we are and how good we look. We look in the mirror to look for something that's out of place or wrong. And I was like, man, imagine starting your day with a mirror like most of us do. And subconsciously, our minds work that way. And then that mentality carries with us as we do our daily tasks, as we go to school. And it's all about focus and where you're focusing and what you're focusing on. And and I was I was just thinking, I got in this crazy rabbit hole of thought of thinking about this. And that's something I've been really like working on is like being okay with not being perfect or being like my ideal self in, in every aspect of my life. You know, another crazy part, though. 
the way you look at yourself a lot of the times reflects on how you look at other people, at least mm. for me. And so when I look at the mirror and I'm seeing everything wrong with me first, my instinct after the fact, generally, I don't vocalize it, obviously, because nobody vocalizes those things to people other than, you know, themselves. But my, my generally see the worst in people when I'm seeing the worst in myself, too. So mm. I like that you brought that up. That's a good thing to be working on, man. For sure. Yeah. I'm take it home. Yeah, dude. It's just like, like what you said, like, I have this, but this it's like looking in the mirror i look pretty good but that one little patch of hair right there is really bothering me you know <laughs> and then looking at other people it's like man that girl's really pretty but you know even little stuff like that or that dude said that it's pretty cool but you know whatever and it's just like man how it's just controlling the mind getting control of your your mind that for me that's the biggest thing that life is teaching me and will always teach me is most issues take place in your mind and just trying to tame the beast and, and just have that joy, create that joy. Facts. This is a good one. <laughs> oh, flowers. Um, I, was, I, I would think for me, it's like, uh, ev- well, obviously, like, the common one, everything happens for a reason, but everything happens in its own time as well, you know, because my, my childhood hasn't always been the greatest. Like, I moved a whole ton starting at a very young age, so th- my childhood home is not a childhood home. I always envied those friendships with, like, the friends that grew up with each other basically like when when i watch high school musical bro i get salty because <laughs> of freaking <laughs> troy and chad being those childhood friends and then having those plans to like play basketball together even in college you know and i i, I never had that and then every time i get attached to, to someone i ended up moving again lose uh, connection with them so it got to the point where I, I didn't really talk to many people when I got to high school because I didn't want that attachment. Um, and then <clears throat> that's when I went to APA, the school that we all went to. And I, w- I wanted to go to a normal high school, you know, because I didn't want to wear the uniform. I didn't want to go to the one school with all grades, you know. I just wanted to experience school like everyone else so i my mom did say we're gonna just try out the one year if you decide to to go to a normal high school then we'll arrange something so i I was gonna leave but then i met some pretty dope people half uh halfway through the second half of of my freshman year so then i was thinking about it i was like you know i'll stick around for one more year just because i don't want to like leave them out in the dirt. Then I met this guy. Then I was like, okay, I'll give it one more year. Met met this guy. I was like, okay, I'll might as well just finish high school just because what's the point of going to another school your last year of high school? So then I stayed. Um, and then stuff just went downhill the, uh, that year, 2017. That's when I graduated. Um... <laughs> It just went downhill. I got a job, and I was saving money, but then it was, like, basically spending money as soon as I get it. 
I didn't think too much about going on a mission, though. Growing up, I did say I wanted to go on one, but my senior year was, like, I would say yes, just because that was what everyone wanted to hear. But I didn't fully have the... But I didn't. I didn't want to go on one. I didn't feel like uh, I. I should go on one. And then, long story short, I prayed, got an answer, uh, decided to to go. I went, and then it was it was really hard. Uh, the MTC, um, struggling. Like I loved my the companion I had. I loved my district. Loved the zone, but it's just uh, those moments, you know. Like yeah, I'm having fun, and then it just all hits me. I was like, I'm in, I'm in Mexico. I'm super far from my, my family, and then I'm gonna go even farther south, um, for for two years, and then I got there. My first six months, like they always say, it's like usually the most difficult. I wanted to go home. I legit was about to pull that trigger and go home, just cause I guess with everything that I've experienced growing up. I kind of got that like completion anxiety, and then like I want to I want to accomplish something, but then I'm scared something's gonna happen, so then I I, I put it off, and then um, I honestly don't like have a complete reason why I I stayed. I th- it it just it just happened. I enjoyed it. I didn't want to come home. I came home early due to COVID, and so then I shaved off some time on my mission. <clears throat> Um, struggling to get a job, wait, like, I kept, I applied to a whole bunch, I didn't, I got home April 2020, I didn't get a job till March 2021, like, it was legit just me doing, doing homework, I didn't go out as, uh, as much as I wanted to, finally got a job, um, left that job due to, uh, anxiety and depression, worked at Vasa, then loved it there, and then we decided to to move down here. I I was excited. I am ex- I'm happy I'm down here. I honestly feel really really good. Um but the the most recent thing is like trying to get a job here, you know? Like yeah, there's tons of jobs. I applied to a whole bunch. Um I got a mover's job, which I was excited for, but it's not like a uh well, it's an hourly paid uh job, but you have to if there's a job posting, you accept it and then you go. You know, it's not like a confirmed thing. Yeah. So then I was like, okay, whatever. Then uh, he had a job, invited me for an interview. I got that job. I only went one day because they stated it as one thing, but it was completely different from when we started. And it wasn't until after we left that now they they were, it was a bit more of the job description that they talked about for the training and the interview. So that, that kind of ticked me off. But I was like, like I I talked to Sam more about it than because he he came to me because I I hate going to people and like telling them what's on my mind, um, but I was just stressed like I I was I barely had enough money to pay off this month's rent, and then like jobless not not much on my name and then go to an interview uh, last week, for for the Amazon delivery job super like anxious because i'm like i don't know what what's gonna happen because i've applied to more more than 30 jobs and then i'm barely getting back from this one because another one i did an interview they said they would let me know whether or not i'll I'll get the job the next day 
never never heard back from them. Another place uh, was asking me to fill out a bunch of stuff, but it seemed shady, so I left that. So I did the interview. Uh, this guy seems a bit like, um, like he 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 became a really cool guy, but he seemed more like. Like, he's like, I don't want to be here type deal. So, like, so great, <laughs> awesome interview. But super nice. That's just how he is. Right after the interview, he's like, so so, what what are your plans? I was like, what do you mean? And he was like, do you plan on doing this job? Or are you just going to say yes now, do the training, and then dip? I was like, no, I'm, I'm down. So then I got hired on the spot, and I start training next week. So I feel like I feel like a whole way off off my back. So it's like, I, I've experienced so much um, new, like, even on the mission, I just kept the story sh- uh, shorter than, than it is. But, like, I, I do put in a lot of work, but then, like, most people's, like, like I'm doing all this, why isn't it, like, why isn't God answering my prayer type, type situation, you know? But thanks to the mission and the experiences I've gone through, I learned that, yeah, like, as humans, we're going to stress out about stuff like that. It's normal. But if it really, if you're putting in the work and the effort and the trust, then it's going to happen when it needs to happen type deal. Like, obviously, I still struggle with, like, the, the patience of waiting. But I I know that that's going to happen, you know. So I'm blessed for that. And... I honestly, like, I, I'm super excited to see what the future will hold for me. Thank you for sharing that, man. Yeah, no problem. For Dude, real. I, I just, I know God loves you so much, and he's ready to give you those blessings you've been waiting on. He's for like, he's been, well, because, like, <laughs> those jobs you applied for, chances are they weren't the right job for you. Yeah. So, I'm happy for you, man. I'm happy for all you guys. It, it seems, if... If I weren't in the situation where I got married so fast, I totally would have moved into a house with all my boys. Yeah, <laughs> hey, bro. That's so why it's only at least for a year. <laughs> <laughs> this, us living together will either be our downfall or the greatest blessing we've ever had. <laughs> That's usually what happens right before somebody achieves greatness. <laughs> Fair. Ooh. Fair. Make or Spicy break moment. Spicy words, my guy. That's, That's true. That's Fire. Tupo, what have you learned recently? You've been through... A lot, I feel like. Oh, he's not wearing black. Yeah, I changed a <laughs> lot. Yeah. He's been through so much, he changed his shirt from black to white for the first <laughs> time in any podcast episode. Yeah. <laughs> Looks good. Screw you guys. Screw you guys. You, I, look good. you look good, bro. We're not even making fun of you. We're just no, like, I just noticed that you're not observation, wearing black. Observation, bro. Yeah. Stop Anyways. getting so easily offended, man. <laughs> Can I speak? Can I, can I speak? <laughs> can, can I speak? Yeah, yeah, go That's ahead, go phone. ahead. All right, all right. So, um, hi, my name's. Tup- I'm kidding. Oh. <laughs> hi, Tupo. Oh, one thing I've learned recently is that, um, how do I explain this? There's a situation where uh, a lot of people they come, uh, a lot of people they've been coming to me recently just to talk and just events. You know, mm-hmm. for me, I don't know how to deal with that. Like, I'm the type of person I'm like. I'm sorry. Like, when people start crying in front of me, I'm like, I don't know what to do. Like, I'm over there, I'm like... You start uh, hugging or Yeah, I'm like, for real. Like, like if they start coming up to me and then I'm just like, well, I, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to do. I'm always a guy when, for some reason, every time someone, when someone comes up to me like that, I'm like, hey, yo, let's go get something to eat because I have no idea what to do with you. We're going to get something to eat. 
let's get full because I feel like that's what's the problem. <laughs> <But> <laughs> You're just hungry. <laughs> exactly. Like people come to me and I don't know what to do. And I'm always like, well, I'm not going to lie. Like, in and outs down the street. You want to go get some food? Because I don't know. Like, I don't understand what you're going through. But, hey. So, one thing I've learned recently is that um, one thing is huh, it's just being there matters. Like, time matters. Mm. Especially just, like, even though you don't know what to do, you don't know what to say. Just being there, especially just for them, it matters a lot. And that's probably, like one of the most important things to them. That's why they go to you. Mm-hmm. That's something I learned recently. That's pretty sweet. I almost shed a tear just now, not going to lie. I got misty. <laughs> <laughs> misty eye. No, that's, that's, good, that's real, bro. I think, because you always, you've always said that, that you, know, you just don't know how to deal with when people come to you, which is understandable. What's crazy is when you and I have had talks, like from my experience, you do know how. Like you, you're more than what you always say you are. Like food you, is the answer. Food is the answer. <laughs> <laughs> always, bro. Always. So I'm glad you like are learning that just being there is good. And I would add from my experience, that's the first step. Just being there. And like you, honestly, you'll learn, I think, that you have so much more to offer. So I'm killing a fly. Oh, yeah, I thought you were like. I, thought, yeah, I got a question. Real quick. <laughs> yo, yo, shut yo, up. Yo, yo. <laughs> yeah. you no, shut up. But on, but on the real it's... though, sometimes just being there and listening is the only thing you need to do. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, for excuse sure. me for burping right into the microphone. Oh, you're good. I do that all the time. Wait, you're good. <laughs> I don't remember what the video is, but I think they showed it to us. Uh, I think like once a year in APA for like, the, what's it? The Spirit Spirit Week or whatever. Talk about, like, like, empathy and stuff like that? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I was, like, when someone's feeling down, like, a a comparison video, like, someone's feeling down, and then someone's always trying to find the bright side out of it. It is, like, like, she's, like, yeah, my son's in jail. He's, like, well, like, it's funny, but it's a serious moment. It's, like, well, at least you have your your daughter to rely on. And, like, small, small stuff like that. It's, like, you're not, you think you're helping the person, trying to help them see, like, the, the silver lining, but sometimes it's not what they they need to hear, and it just it's a makes timing things worse. Thing. Uh-huh. Like it's not the time for that they can see this the silver lining. I think because well, a lot of people have come to me too yeah, me with too. advice and things like that. And but I found being there, yes, that is sometimes that's all anyone needs. But if you're if you were to offer any kind of words to that person. I think it would be very, very brief in in helping them not see the blessings they have in their life now, but helping them see what they can become Mm -hmm. and their potential. I think that's, that's real advice when it's like, Hey, like accepting that and telling them, accepting them, you're, you're, this is tough. Like what, what you're going through is tough and that that's, that's rough, but letting them know that that's not the end. You know, like, like, like be real. I'm always real with you. I'm like, dude, like you obviously don't see it now and you won't see it now, but like down the road, you like, you're going to become something way larger than you are now, you know? 
Shut up, Josh. Shut up, Josh. Gosh dang it, dude. It was a good moment. It was a good moment. Thanks for ruining the moment, Josh. We're clipping that. We're clipping that. Right here. Right here. My wife hates it whenever I'm like Mr. Brightside, so I've had to change that. But I mean, to put that in perspective, what you're saying, like think about yourself five years ago. Think about yourself one year ago. Oh, snaps. You're way different already, and so... Just give yourself some perspective on that. Like, who were you a year ago? Who are exactly. you now? Exactly. You're good. Helping people have the vision of their potential is one of the greatest gifts you can give someone. And, like, I learned that more from my mission than anything. Like, when you have, when you believe what we believe and and the truth that, that we claim to have, like, it's all about potential. Facts. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's what I think what makes it so powerful is, like, the tools we've been given to reach our potential. There's nothing more inspiring than realizing what you can become. That's true. I love it. It was good, though. Yeah. Drop your microphone. I'm just glad you didn't <laughs> drop the actual <laughs> mic. <laughs> ah, that mic would be all right. It might still happen. Ooh. You better... It's already it's dropped. It drops. Dude, every time he stood up, it rolled off the couch like three times. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, but it's I from that level. I'm telling you, like, that's fair, a bit higher fair, than... Fair, fair, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, yeah. Also, another thing. Sorry. A little side oh. note. But, um, side just, note? Like, I... Hit that. Hit what that. The? Side note. <laughs> Throwback. <laughs> Episode 15, wasn't it? Episode 15. Anyways. Yeah, Last note? So. Side note. Side but, note. anyways... <laughs> sorry. Side. Sorry. Side quest. I don't S- know. Side quest. <laughs> Side note. <laughs> but, um, like, showing up matters as well. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, when someone's having, like, an event, like, you don't have to, like, bring anything. Just you being there helps. That's what I also meant by that, too. Um, yeah. I remember growing up and then, like, you know, I come from a big family. I remember one performance in sixth grade. No one showed up in my family. My mom probably yell at me. She was like, no, I remember. No, she didn't come at all. She probably forgot. It was probably got busy. But I remember that one performance. I did like, I was so sad because no one showed up. And then I was like, man, showing up does matter. You know, mm-hmm. just being there. Dude, yeah. My dad always <laughs> says the world is run by people that show up. Exactly. Facts. Dude, that's like the, the, that uh, one podcast with uh, Shia LaBeouf. Oh, Maybe yeah, with John, John Bernthal, Bernthal when yeah. he was interviewing him. How he was talking about his time in rehab, and, like, there was that moment, like, once a week where everyone gathers and then their family or whatever pop up on, like, a Zoom call. For two months straight, Not no one in his family showed up for the call, so he was like, why should I go to these things? And then I think, like, his... Uh, uh, one of the therapists. Or some, yeah, Somebody. therapist. Someone just tells him, I think you should go this time. So he goes expecting to see his mom or a family member. But it was, I think, his like uh, ex-girlfriend or ex-fiance or whatever. They were just looking at each other, her with her bright smile. And all, they, all she said was hi. And then they just sat there. But he, it was like one of those like, uh, overwhelming moments for him, and he said, "If it wasn't for her doing that at that moment, he probably would have taken his own life." Man. So it's like the the little things matter. Like that, freaking <laughs> the the office is such a good example with a lot of these stuff. Cause that episode when um Pam was crying outside of like the actual office, cause Jim was with someone else, and then Dwight came out thinking someone like hurt her physically. 
and he didn't he didn't talk he didn't ask what what the matter was he just sat down and stayed there for like the little things like that people think like you have to do a lot more but like something as simple as just like complete silence and letting them talk it out completely helps a ton think about everybody's fighting a crazy battle Mm-hmm. and little things are not little for everybody. And so if you're really doing the little things, it could prove to be real big for somebody who's on the edge, so to speak. Not of just, like, suicide, the obvious yeah. one, but anything. On the edge of just doing something that's not them. If you sure. there, do a little thing, it'll inspire them to not do it, or it can. Mm. <laughs> for real. That's so true. Crazy. Man, no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, like, no, no, for real. Like, this is some great like knowledge that we dropped down. For like, Crazy. <laughs> but, um, sorry. Next topic. Unless y'all have anything more to say. No, we. Oh, good. I think we, we good on that one. Tied that up with a nice bow. Yeah, mm. little chair on top. It was nice. But all right, the next topic is. <laughs> next topic is what is the biggest insecurity and associated memory. You could never forget. Do you mean like associated memory with that insecurity? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. Let me think. Okay. I might have one. Go ahead. <clears throat> okay. Hit that. So it's pretty common. <laughs> <I> hit that. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> um, wow. I didn't think I was going to get open. It's not like not even that big of a deal, but it's like something I don't really talk about. <laughs> but like, so biggest insecurity. We're in this great place called Provo. All of us, right? Ooh. You're married. Yeah. We are single. So you're out of it, bro. So, out. No, no he's, <laughs> he's the perfect dude to be able to speak oh, okay, facts. advice and give another perspective. I'm dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how it happened. You go ahead. But one of my biggest insecurities, I have no problem talking to people. I can approach anyone and feel okay. I mean, I, I will always have anxiety about it, but it doesn't like stop me from doing it. Like I can, I can do it. I can do it well. It is what it is. I can ask a girl on a date. I can go on a date. I've done that plenty of times. Baller. But like we were talking about earlier, the little picking up on the little things and things like that, or even just like knowing how to be a part of directing and guiding something into another direction. Does that make sense? Yeah. So there's like, so it's like, for example, I went on, there's, there's a girl I, I went on a few dates with and it's like, we got up to date number three and it's like, okay, like I'm not trying to like push the envelope here, like do anything crazy, but it's like, how do you, how do you know where you're at and where you're going? And this can translate not only just dating, but just in general, like how do you gauge that? How do you measure that? when's the appropriate time to do something? And I, I think it's a case by case thing and it depends on different people and parties involved. And that changes things. There's a lot of variables, but I'm the general principle of like being a part of something that with someone else and having that progress in the right direction, that's like, makes me super uncomfortable. And like, I've experienced that, especially in dating. That was long winded Mm. and very complex, but Important to say, though. Yeah. Like, that's that's for me. And so I'll never forget, like, going on date number three with this girl recently. This is a recent one. I've had, I have other ones. But Shout out to you, Mackenzie. Yeah. I'm just making up a name. Shout out. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, we went on three dates, 
and they were I thought they were really good dates went well looking for a fourth looking for you know building more of a of a of a relationship between the two of us and then she just kind of like dipped for remember she like dipped for like two weeks like disappeared wouldn't like say anything she went to St. George I don't think she went to St. George. St. George is She went to Cedar news. City, but she was close. The ghost of St. George got to her. So that's so that so for me it's like it's like, man, like y- your mind goes to first, it always goes to what did I do wrong? Yeah. Yeah. That's that's Most the worst feeling, bro. It's the worst. And so like it's you're like, like going through all these like uh theories in your head and stuff, and that just leaves you with a deep, like, terrible what? anxiety. Yeah. So it's like I'm super so Ultimately, all of that, that's kind of like the background information. Now it's like my biggest insecurity is like, oh, I want to like take this girl on a date, for example. But now I'm super not only insecure about myself, but I'm super scared as to like, man, is this just going to be another run around the park and not getting anywhere? You know, and it's just like. I don't know. So, anyways, I'm gonna stop talking. I'm gonna leave it open for the rest of you to offer your thoughts and opinions. Oh, we're not gonna discuss. You're all right. No, discuss it's not what? A discussion. <laughs> I'm kidding. It's a joke. It's a joke. I'm just saying because I, I just talked a lot. I just threw a lot out there. So I'm just gonna be quiet now and let it like. Yeah. For those of you who are just listening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Tupo's about to speak. Tupo? No, no, yeah. no, 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 no. You, no, you no, look no, like no. you're ready. You're in no, your no, pensative no, 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 face. No. I'm trying to, I'm trying to think of. <sighs> we'll think faster. <laughs> how do, right, I, how do you overcome the fear of? I can. You can Say something. Go ahead. So my case isn't the same as every case because I'm a real weirdo. For some <laughs> reason, that attracted my wife. I don't know how it worked. <laughs> That's a so, like I said, we're, we were long distance the whole time, but. I just got her to talk about real deep things within like the third night, fourth night of us talking, texting. I was like, yo, FaceTime me. And she did. And it was weird. She tried to put me on with her sister. She tried to set me up with her sister at first. Oh, That obviously didn't go as planned. (laughs) Um, We got talking about our lives, all our deepest and darkest insecurities, right? Mm -hmm. Weird stuff that I would never have talked to anyone about that quick. We had our first date planned the night before we were on FaceTime. And as she would put it, there was a moment of silence and I looked like I was about to throw up. <laughs> and she said, what, what? And I said, I love you. Oh, oh wow. Whoa. Before our first date ever even happened. And she said, I love you too. Oh, snaps. Wait, how long was this talking phase for? Like a week. A week? Oh. Maybe two. I don't know. Hey, wow. Provo syndrome. Oh, <laughs> but bro, we also think we we're snaps. East Coast. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, <laughs> Dang, bro, I yeah, yeah. see you. But so, like, we went on our first date in person. It was really awkward, of course. But basically, my entire MO, and this is with any girl I've ever talked to, I just tell them straight up how I feel. And then I let them respond with however they feel for better or for worse, because at least I'll know I spoke my piece. If they're not into me, I used to think it was my fault. Nowadays, I don't anymore, you know? Mostly because yeah. I'm not on the market anymore, but um, <laughs> Fair. thankfully things just worked out for me. She liked a guy that's real upfront because that's really just all it was a super upfront. I remember our first date, we were at Gettysburg, the <laughs> battlefield, because it's halfway between our houses. <laughs> really Romantic. strange place to have a first date. It's very scenic if you forget about the hundreds of thousands that died <laughs> in the Civil yeah. War. Um, but that aside, you know, we were chilling on a rock next to a stream. Some Confederate soldier probably died there. 
And um, she had her head on my chest. And I have a naturally high-strung heartbeat. Mm. Um, yeah. Just because I'm a bigger guy, you know? Yeah. yeah. And she was like, but even more so when I'm nervous, you feel it, like, a lot. And she, my heart was beating real fast. She said, why is your heart beating so fast? And I, this is the most awkward thing ever. I said, because I'm with the most pretty girl I've ever seen in my life, and I'm trying to decide if I want to kiss her or not. Oh, that's and she fire. Said, Bro. And she said, well, do it then. I was like, well, I can't now. You're expecting it. And she's like, all right, then, whatever. All right, let's go then. I was like, no, wait. <laughs> like, wait hold on, wait. wait. Rewind that real quick. Yo, yeah, yo, what yo. A G. <laughs> but um, but then we, but then we kissed, and like, the entire time, I've never. I think the most most important thing, like a lot of the stuff that we have with our relationships, is like societal norms in a way. Yeah. Especially in Provo, it's like, oh, we went on three days. We went bowling. We went mountain climbing. We went mount glow in the dark mountain golfing. Oof. Now what? What are we? Just. This girl, are you all, are y'all still on speaking terms? Like, you still go on dates? No, she's we, getting married. I've moved. No, I don't know that. <laughs> I'm kidding. Nah. I'm kidding. It's a joke. It's a joke. We've moved on, <clears throat> but I'll give you an example. There is a girl I'm actually interested in. She's in one of my classes at school, Jeez. and I was talking to her the other day. We've been talking. Like, I don't talk to her outside of class or outside of school. <laughs> Haven't reached that. Now I think I've reached that point where it'd be appropriate to be like, "Hey, can I get your number?" And that's what I was gonna do totally chickened out and it's because and i thought about it it's because of that fear of the unknown here's the thing especially in provo i think girls are used to guys giving them the runaround that's how it was with my wife mm. you know because every guy they're just everyone's casually dating here for the most part it's 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 on the more rare side to find somebody that's up front and like i want to marry you on the first date yeah those are two extremes right somewhere in the middle walk out to her look i'm really into you can i have your number i want to get to know you better most girls, I'd say, would really enjoy that a level of candor and honesty from somebody because it mm. takes confidence and balls, honestly, to say that. Yeah. But it also, you're, they know exactly where you are. and um, Stating your purpose yeah. is basically what you're doing. Like a missionary. Yeah. Like and she'll either give you a number and she, and, she, and she might not. And if she doesn't, no, it probably wouldn't have worked out anyway. Move Fair. on. Fair. You just got to do it. It's, it's like what we were talking about the other night. <laughs> it's like telemarketing. Sometimes Fair. you get hung up on. Sometimes you get a sale. Sometimes you don't. And that's the thing oh, is you've got to... Say less. <laughs> oh, that was smooth. It was smooth. And that's what we were talking about the other night. Mm-hmm. It's just like you've got to be prepared to expect whatever answer comes. Yeah. I remember that night. I fell asleep. So that's my insecurity. Yeah. Dang. Dude, I have so many. Sorry, that's well, not funny. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, hold on. You got to pick one. I'm trying to... One. I'm insecure by my amount of insecurities. <laughs> that could be a real thing, though. That's that it. Is that a is a real thing. It is a real thing. For real. It's like, yeah. man, I'm a wimp. I'm Compa- sorry. Compounds. Wow. It's like, I, I finally... I got to the point where now I don't care what people think about me. Like, if they talk bad yes. about me, then I'm like, all right, well, they only know, like, part of my story. Uh, but I would say... Dang. Do you need to think about it? Yes. Okay. I'll Who, think about it some more. You got one? You One of you two got one? Do we all need to think about it? I do have one. I just don't want to say it Say yet. it. Oh, well, oh no, because it's the last one, huh? You want to be the last one? No, no, no. It's not I'll that. It's I was just talking. Fire. I don't feel like I'm talking too much. No, it's no, good. Dude. You be spitting facts left and right, oh, bro. Dude. Hey, we, no, we're I not saying that all Sam's the time. Sam's the one that talks to one. I'll give you a break this time, I guess. My biggest insecurity, and it's ridiculous, I know. But valid. I, 
maybe. It has to be. <laughs> it has to be. <laughs> Valid. Yeah. I hope so. Um, I have, I guess it's similar along the line of imposter syndrome really? where like you feel like all your accomplishments and who you are and the image of everyone, every, the image of you that everyone sees isn't fully accurate. And like one day, regardless of anything you do, they're just going to realize it. It's kind of like that, but yeah. not quite. Okay. I have this weird insecurity where I think it stems from like high, like elementary school bullying. I think that's where I think it comes okay. from. Mm. Cause I was like super ADD Genuinely, I'm not saying this to be funny, although it is a little no, humorous. You're talking to some of the if biggest I, ADD yeah. dudes. If out I there. took a if I took a test to see if I was on the autism spectrum, if I got a result that said I'm like high functioning autistic, very far, but close, like you know what I mean, I wouldn't be that surprised. It would make a lot of sense to me actually, and so I annoyed people, <laughs> like. Like I, I'd be like, you want to play laser tag? 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 You heard a call of duty? You heard a Minecraft? You heard a Warlords? <laughs> I got told by like adults, <laughs> children, teachers, people I didn't even know. Like, gosh darn! And I live in Western Maryland, so they're rednecks. They say it differently. Oh gosh yeah. Gosh darn, kid! You are one annoying some something. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah for real. <laughs> so nowadays, like I've, the way I became confident was in eighth grade. I decided I was going to pretend I was confident, hmm. and after a while, I believed it. It's good on the short term, but on the long term, it low-key messes you up. But if you can get past the roadblocks, it's still, I think, it's a net good. Fair. Because I like part of me feels deep down like I'm still not confident, even though I feel like I am. Like, I know who I am. I love who I am. But I'm always worried that people perceive me as annoying. Mm. And they just kind of put up with me. And so I'm always looking around, like, like where I'm at compared to other people. Especially moving out here to Utah after being from the East. And like I said, mm. I left all my friends back there. Everyone out here that I became close friends with all have better best friends. People I'd consider my best friends have a best friend themselves that's not me, if that makes sense. Yeah. I'm never really the guy that gets texted. I'm usually the guy that sends the first text, although that's not entirely true. That's my distorted perception. I think everyone feels that way to an extent. Yeah. Um, And so I'm always just constantly questioning it. And like my wife even... I'm like, she probably thinks I'm so annoying. My friends, you guys even, I th- I've thought a couple times, maybe they think I'm annoying Absolutely right now. not, dude. And the, the viewers even, and they might comment, leave a comment if I'm annoying. Uh, <laughs> Don't call them annoying. Well, you can if you, if you do, want tag me. If you do. Just comment though. Yeah. Just comment. We What's need your biggest insecurity? Exactly. Back off. What's your biggest insecurity? We'll make fun of it on the next podcast. Yeah. We'll <laughs> roast you no, if you want us to roast you. But yeah. So <laughs> that, but that's my biggest insecurity is that I'm annoying. Which is weird because that's something I could completely control if I was. And yeah. it's something that I know is not true, but I still worry about. It's like that anxiety thing I had during football. Half of the day, I'm like, there was nothing to worry about. That was awesome. I had fun. I enjoyed myself. But then it's like something hits and I reset. And I'm back to square one. Yeah. Well, there's a variable in that of like, it's how uh, the, the crux of it is like how others perceive you. And it's like, you can't control that. You can only control so much of that. Yeah. And that's what's that's what makes it for me because that's it's a very relatable insecurity first of all, but it's like, like I you just can't control how like there's people I remember in school there were people that called me annoying and there's people that didn't call me annoying and it's like, well why do you call me annoying like, what did I do and then you start to question it. it's like yeah. why don't you find me annoying and then it's like. That's the thing. I think I found my people. I'm to the point now where it doesn't bother me. That's what it is, man. You got to find your people. You found your wife. I did. I found my wife. 
Man, I think I found you guys. Hopefully, we can hang out. Oh, I live heck yeah. three blocks this way, one block this way. So. Oh, say less. Yeah, we're kicking it. We're going to do music. Say less. We're kicking it. Yeah, we're kicking it. We're kicking it. Dude, cool, cool, for cool, real. Cool. And we're honest people. We don't like... Nah, we reach out to a lot of people. They just don't reach back. Yeah. Yeah. You know who you are. Exactly. You know exactly who you are. I've been wanting to do this podcast since you brought it up to me. <laughs> this will be... This is the first time, but not the last time you'll be on it. Swag. There oh, we go. Bro. Let's see if we can collab on some music as well. For sure. Stuff down there. Um, sh- sh- so Did you I, find yours? I narrowed it down, yeah. Because, I mean... Trying to, like, not super, uh, not basic, but super generic generic answer, like, uh, weight, height, no. Uh, <laughs> Dude, you're really exposing um, yourself right now, bro. <laughs> but I would, like, the one that really affected me and still kind of does, but it's, like, one that, like, the anxiety kicks in. Is like I feel like I'm not good enough oh, for yeah. a lot of things, you know. Like that's why that's why for the longest time I didn't I didn't try uh, so hard, especially in high school. Like I could I probably could have graduated with a four but because of, of how I felt with certain like I failed one thing, I was like okay, I I suck at this, so that I I, st- I stopped trying. So I'm <clears throat> I was able to graduate because. Uh, I decided to uh, look out for that help because I wanted to find out if I was ADHD. Took a test. I the results came back with anxiety and depression. Then I started like with the a whole past that I've had. I started to see where it was developed. So then <clears throat> there was a whole meeting, uh, my senior year. It and it was December too, so it was late in the in the that school year. But me, my mom, and then all of my teachers in a room coming up with uh, plans on how they can help me, uh, what I need to do if for that help. And then uh, I never, it got to, I've never seen my grades so good the last two semesters. And then I, the anxiety of graduating, because like, yeah, I'll go up, do the walk, grab, like, the just the casing of the diploma. But I was worried that I wasn't going to uh, receive the diploma and I had to do summer school. And then to my surprise, I received it. I cried in, in the car when my parents picked me up because it was, like, a, at the time, a huge accomplishment for me. But even past that, with everything that I've gone through, like, uh, with with music, I, I I stall a lot on songs because I'm like I'm not good enough. It doesn't sound good enough. Rarely does it ever get to the point where I feel proud about it. Um, with like stuff for my family, like living here, getting a job, like a whole bunch of stuff. Like I I keep to myself because I just feel like if I uh, if I like. Show myself like as a Debbie Downer, especially to to my parents. Then I I I would I would think mentally that I'm I'm a disappointed a disappointment to them, and that has been, like, just one of the biggest insecurities of my life, even to the to this day. Like I'm glad that I've been able to fix the relationship I have with my dad, because now I have, uh, him to talk to more of a man. Uh, Cause I, I I love my mom I really do, 
But sometimes when I like share something or I, I bring up a comment, she either goes like super defensive or just like one of those situations that she tries to, to fix it says, well, you need to do better on this. And that that's, I'm pretty sure part of the reason why I felt the way I did in, in high school when it came to, to work. But um, like I'm still like little by, I'm 23 years old and still little by little. I don't tell my mom everything because I'm scared of the, the comments that will come to me and then stay with me uh, physically. But for that reason, I also learned to like keep my circles a lot smaller than it was before. That that's why I don't care too much about what people think about me because I know who who I am. But just just little things like the the annoying situation. Like, am I too annoying? That was me in high school. Maybe every once in a while, I that moment comes into my head when I'm like in a group of people because I laugh at everything. So I'm like, gets to the point where like. Do they think do they think I'm annoying for laughing to something that's not even that funny, you know? But um hopefully I'll get to the point where uh I can say that I'm enough and then whatever I do is enough. But as as of now it's still like one of those lingering situations for me, yeah. you know. Hmm. That may, that reminds me of a quote by Damian Lillard, great basketball player, played at Weaver State. Um Weaver. <laughs> He says, like, be a king in your mind, but do the work of a servant. Mm. And, like, that can go to, that can, that can spread across all kinds of aspects of life. But it's, like, if you can conquer the mind to some degree, but stay humble about it and you keep going at it, I feel like you reach a point where you realize, I don't have to be the best comparatively. I'm not going to be the best. Mm. You're never going to be, you really are never going to be the best if you're comparing yourself to the rest of the world. You won't. There's always going to be someone better than you. But it's all about achieving your best. Your, it goes back to your potential. What can I become if you can realize your worth and know how God sees you? If you're you know, a God-believing person, God-fearing person, then it's like, okay, let's take that principle, apply it to my life, apply it to my work ethic and my mentality. And then I think that's when you start to really like, it's not easy, but you start to really realize and become comfortable with who you are and who you're becoming. And then for us who make music, then it's like, man, it's good enough. I like it. The people in my circles like it. There's a few people on the internet that like it. Hmm. You know? Yeah, we and, got $5, baby. And it's like people follow <laughs> patterns. And so there's always people like that. So. Be a king in your mind, but do the work of a servant. I think it's a mm. fire quote. Can I hold a dollar? Just for now? Can yeah. I hold one of your dollars? All right. We'll give you a dollar, but then in return, you have to give two. All right, cool. Also, <laughs> I just want to state for the record for Josh, he brought up his height and weight. You can't tell because he's sitting on the couch, but he's actually six foot two. Yeah. yeah. He is. My Both of my feet are touching the ground right now. He's actually taller than me. Yeah. See, my feet hang. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> <laughs> My feet hang. It picks them up. <laughs> no, that's funny. Right. All right, Tupo. What are you feeling? What's your insecurity? Hit him with it. I mean, <laughs> just listen to what y'all said. I didn't understand the question at first until y'all answered. So it was pretty good. I'm glad I didn't go first. Oh, that's good. But, <laughs> um, but well, probably one of the biggest insecurities, especially what I, I go through today, is not being smart enough. You know? Mm. 
Y'all know this. I can't spell for crap. I can't really do much. Mo- mo- nowadays, for... most people can't spell. I mean, I... Honestly. Bro, you like, can spell. You just forget letters when you type stuff. I can't spell, <laughs> to be honest. I really can't. I can't really... Um, when people, you know, I'm not... A, growing up, I was always not the smartest, not the brightest. The most energy, though. But not the... <laughs> I had nothing to go with it, but that was it. But um, I was... Always, one of my insecurities is just every time when I'm with around other people, I just don't want to sound dumb, you know? Yeah. So I try my best not to, but eventually I do sound dumb because I try not to, and it's crazy. So I'm just like, you know what, sometimes, like, that's why I I am who I am when I meet new people, you know? You're I, quiet. I'm quiet like crazy. Like, there's, like, you. I barely talk at all. Yep. But when I do talk, everyone's like, wow, you can talk, wow. And I'm like... And then everyone loves it. Exactly. It's like, wow, if only you actually knew me. <laughs> <laughs> nah, dude. I think, from my perspective... Because we're best friends. That's why I'm always commenting on what he says. Because we're, we're, we're like best friends. Like, what well, we all are. <laughs> but, like, I so, just see him more because we live close. That's and, true. Until, up until now. Yeah, we literally live in the same room. Sleep. And then I graduated before you guys. And you graduated sleep. before us. And you left on, yeah, anyways. Yeah. You're just but, old. I'm kidding. I, but like, <laughs> I envy your guys' connection. I think, first of all, you don't give yourself enough credit. But second of all, you're full of wisdom. I think wisdom and, and like, and just like book smarts or something is like, they're completely different. And I'd venture to say that wisdom greatly, greatly outweighs like book smarts. Oh, hands down. So it's like, okay, you can't spell for crap. That's whatever. But you can like, get up and give a fire sermon in church or something or give, you know, talk talk to us on a real level that is meaningful and, like, you say things that inspires action and changes our lives. Like, when I was your zone leader and we did exchanges, we did, like, two exchanges, I think, together. Yeah. And that was, like, two of very many that I did because our zone was huge. But your exchanges with me were some of the most impactful for me. Boom. Whereas other people, I... I hate I hate to say it wasn't impactful for me because they all were, but in terms of like progress that was made on a lot of times we'd go on exchanges, and I'd be gauging the progress of the missionary I'm with because I'm trying to make them better. But every time, every time we had an exchange, I was like, "Wow, I've grown." Dang, I didn't know that. That's crazy. I did not know that. <laughs> I felt like you needed to hear it. Thank yeah, you. dude. Thank you. Thank so you. who cares if you can't spell? Who cares? You I got can't the, read. You, you got the internet. Like, the internet can teach you words that you don't know. That's true. Like, complex. <laughs> That's just, a good word. It's a good word. Yeah. It, it was a callback. I'm not making fun of you. I'm saying, don't <laughs> stop learning book stuff. Yeah. But it's like, Sometimes I don't think you're dumb. You're definitely not dumb. Street outweighs the book smarts. It doesn't define you at the end of the day. It doesn't. And after you graduate from college from Pathways, those letters on your report card or whatever they have that on Pathways, they're not going to matter anymore. <laughs> That's yeah. true. What's going to matter is your ability to do your job, and that generally doesn't have very much to do with knowledge. It's just second nature. You're going to learn it anyways. You're going to have to learn it when you get the job anyways, you know? True. Yeah, that's true. Show true. cap. So, right, so don't do school, kids. That was fire. Sorry. Do you have anything else? No, that's here? it. That's it. That's it, folks. We love right. you, Tupo. Yeah, Thank we you love guys. you, bro. Thank you. Thank always. You. Thank you. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. So, you already know what time it is. What time okay. is it? Hit that. Dude, this is probably one of the longest, but one of the most fire episodes that we've had. It's just amazing. But we have, we're going into our, one of 
a good segma. You already know what it is. Segma, what? <laughs> you already know it's it is. Can you two tell? What segma? You said one sec. Hold on. What? What's segma? Yeah, what is segma? Segments. Sorry. I said, so oh, throwback okay. for all those. Why I say segma? <laughs> Why I say segma a lot is because from the at the first episode or like the third yeah, episode. The, the ver- well, one of our very first episodes. I said, I meant to say segments, but I said segma. Yeah. And they just roasted me on it. Oh, bro, bro, bro. I was just trying to make a Sugma joke. Sugma what? <laughs> bro, anyways. Ages hey, hey, three to four. Three to four. Three to four. That's all we got right yeah. now. Sugma pacifier. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> My man. I like that one. <laughs> hey, but it's one of y'all favorites. It is over and under. Oh, shoot. Over or under. under. There you hey, go. Hey, over. So, oh, oh. Oh, 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 it's under. Under. Oh, wow. It's over or under. Anyways. Anyways. Over and under, for everyone that doesn't know what it is, it's overrated or underrated. We have a topic, and I'm just going to list out the topics. We're going to add, and then we say three, two, one, and then we say overrated or underrated. Today's topic, y'all ready? I'm ready. What's the theme? Our topic, sorry. (laughs) Topic? (laughs) Sorry. Music artist. Music artist? Oh, if how, how many? How if many you got just, on your list? I got like five. If they're Maybe. overrated or underrated, okay. Yeah, if they're overrated or underrated. Okay. All right. All right, you ready? Yeah. You ready? Be prepared. Be prepared to say why. Yeah, and then yeah. So we say overrated, underrated, and we explain. Like some people, we all might say overrated. We all might say underrated. Some of us, you know, might disagree. That's the fun part of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. So first time, I'm just gonna do like famous people, so we all know who they are. Okay. Fair. All right. Even though you don't, let's we'll see. All right. First one, Taylor Swift. Mm. Dude, overrated or underrated? There's a problem with over and under. It's because sometimes they're neither. So it's like... You need to say they're rated then. Okay. okay. Exactly. Yeah. Thank you, Trey. Ooh, you should, that's a good option. Wow. Over, under, over. and then in the middle. There's a line. It's called rated. That's they're right cool. where they should be. That's a good yeah. insight. Though. Okay. Okay, bet. All right. All right, bet. We need that. We needed that, actually. Actually. Yeah. We need that. Actually. All right. Ready? Three, two, one. Rated. rated. Underrated. I would say <laughs> rated in general by the general public, underrated by people who listen to the kind of music that I like to listen to. Ah, okay, say yeah. less. Oh, I would be like that too. Dude, the, I will say the the way because she's got like access to her masters or whatever that whole debunkle was with her legality and, and label and all that crap. I heard about that once or twice. Her <laughs> albums, but she's dropping labeling Taylor's version, like recreating her past ones. They're nice. It's nice so. because it's like, it's just more creative freedom, and mm-hmm. it's just like, like you can really see more of not just her songwriting, but you know everything she actually brings to the table instead of trying to make the hit or being pushed to make the hit. And it's like, so as I think she's underrated that way. This is cool, and it's like it's really cool too to see like how much vocally wise she she's grown. She's, like, she's I really good. love like there's a. The Taylor's version of Everything Has Changed with Ed Sheeran. That one's one of my favorite classics from her. And this one, like, because I, I, I know, like, how they sound by by memory because of how much I replayed that song, the original version. But the Taylor's version, like, just seeing how m- a lot more uh, powerful Mature. both of their voices are now. Mm-hmm. Like, it, w- it was, it sounded so much better. Like, the fact that I love a lot of the Taylor's versions a lot more than the original ones is uh, is fantastic. So that's why, like, for those for the ones who say that she's overrated, it's probably because they're thinking too much about, like, her 
her newer stuff just because that that wasn't really her like like sam said it was more the label controlling her to be able to get like the 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 top of the charts yeah i would say that's like my biggest gripe with like country and pop music I, i love them both when they're done well but I feel like a lot of times when they get bigger, like the stuff that gets ready to play, there's a huge lack of creative freedom. Exactly. Oh, yeah. I'm going to have to have my wife put me onto those Taylor tracks one day in the car because she really liked them, I think. Oh, really? That's really why I'm pro-independent artists. Yo, <laughs> facts. Yeah. All about creative freedom. Confession, one of my favorite songs is uh, You Belong With Me. That's a good That's, that's, that's a banger, dude. Have bro, you heard the Taylor's version? Rock of, Taylor's I have version. not heard we the Taylor's version. We got to play the Taylor's version. Bro, I'm not going to lie. I grew up on that song because my sister would always play it. I was like, man, this song's really catchy. And it just stuck in my head the rest of my life. Yeah, that song. Even uh, fire. What's that one? The the never getting back together or whatever. Yeah. The Taylor's version a lot better because it, it's just her, you know. Especially like the the we part. Yeah, is it's way just nicer. her vocal stacks. It's not like a whole group. Like it's different. Yeah. And it doesn't sound as poppy as the. Yeah. I will say this too: her not only just the 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 Taylor's version albums, but her last two original albums. Mm-hmm. I think last two, at least the last one, like Evermore, really and... really good. Evermore, I think is what it's called. Yeah, one of them. That one's. She's dropping another one soon too. Yeah, mm-hmm. she I is. A track list for it. I'm I'm excited. I like. I'm a I'm a Swifty. Was that what they call the fans? I yeah, guess so. yeah. Shouts out to Taylor Swift. Swifter. Hailing from Reading, Pennsylvania. Yeah. All right. All right. Next. All right, next music artist. Man, we're great. We're good. Yeah, we're fine, bro. Um, so next music artist, Kanye West. Overrated or underrated? I'll let y'all think about it real quick. Just think about I'm it. Ready. At right, this ready? Po- at this at point this in time. At this moment or like in general? Just, uh, in general, I think. So. In general. Okay. In general. Oh, but that makes it harder. Okay, yeah, at this okay. point in time, then I don't know. <laughs> you just got to make a decision. Because that's what we just did with Taylor Swift was now, the now. Yeah. Okay, okay, I'm ready. So you want to talk about it in general or we're doing it right now? What do you want to do? Well, we'll, we'll do it now, I guess, because people do change. We can do both. <laughs> All right, ready? Three, two, one. Underrated. underrated. Yeah. Ooh, you said underrated? I said if we're talking, if we're too. taking both into account, he's underrated. When he dropped Graduation, mm-hmm. ooh, music Classic. changed. Okay. Classic. When he dropped Data Waste and Heart, Heartbreak, that was literally the, the oh, father okay. of point. future of Young Thug, of Lil Uzi, of anybody that's popular now. Yep. The song origin that, that sound originated with him. Yeezus came out, and that inspired rappers like Tyler, the Creator, Earl Sweatshirt, Brockhampton. Yep. A whole Ye bunch of out. musical artists. Yeah, Kids See Ghost. Now, purely musically, underrated insanely. Personally... I think he's mentally ill and he needs help. I don't think he's necessarily he's a that dumb. bad person. <laughs> yeah, he's not just doing this for fun. He's just strange. Yeah, he's he's and, he's and every every good artist that we can really remember is a little strange. Like yeah, and so I think I say he's underrated for that reason. But I can see the case for overrated for, because yeah. nowadays his music, as of late, doesn't quite stack up to the things that he used to have. So like I go into I go into his albums with the you know. Graduation, yep. late registration, dropout, 808 seizes. Yep. Even um, the life of Pablo, I thought was amazing. And so, with that in mind, and then he, you hear his new music, he's definitely changed. Mm-hmm. But part of me feels like his next album is going to go one of two ways. This could be really good and bring him back to like not good graces by the general public, but by real rap fans who can kind of separate the two if that's mm-hmm. possible. Yeah. 
or it'll be a flop and it'll be like the final nail in the coffin. Yeah. Interesting. This is this is my take real quick. There's a lot of you separate Kanye as a person. Get that out of the picture. We can't judge him for that. We can't rate him on that. Yeah. His 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 discography, discography, or however you say that you word. You got it. His music, right? His old stuff helped shape, helped shape rap and hip hop today. He has a lot of a lot of influence came from that. He did a lot of groundbreaking things. That's why he's in my mind. He becomes overrated because. That's the greatest blessing Kanye brought to the table, but that's also his downfall. Facts. Mm. Because he will forever be compared to his old stuff. His old stuff. And because he's such a legend and still going at it, like the expectations are always up here. And him trying to meet those expectations is is just tough. Yeah. That's facts. I want to put out there I'm not like a huge Kanye fanboy. I'm a huge <laughs> fan of Kanye. I'm not a fanboy. I'm not gonna get down on my knees and pray to him or defend <laughs> everything he does. He does a lot of things I don't agree with. He does <laughs> other things that I'm indifferent about and some things I agree with, although it's more rare lately. Yep. But his music is great. It's pretty fire. Mm-hmm. I like Kanye. I do. Yeah. I just think I just think now it's just not he's not what it what it was and nor should be because music changes and mm-hmm. people change, but I just don't think he's at that same quality as he used to be. Yeah. And it's like that a lot, like even with Eminem. So many people Yeah bash on his newer albums because they want like the old school Eminem like Slim Shady but they they need to learn to to let go logic yeah, as well people call if I've done it once why do I gotta do it again exactly you know? and lots of his new stuff is dope like Kamikaze that album was dope I, I like that one a lot, lot. I do even uh, what was the one before that like Believer or whatever the, the America one oh the super political one yeah I hated yeah. that one so, so lots of the songs on that one were pretty good. I I can see why it's super controversial. I did not like that. I just didn't like it because he just made an album about stuff I just don't want to <laughs> listen to music about. You know. <laughs> yeah. But but yeah, Kanye, for a lot of things, like what you said, and then like as a person, overrated. But the dude, amazing with his instrumentals. Like he, like doing like He's a record genius. stacks, freaking uh. Sounds and loops that you wouldn't think that anyone would ever use. Like, there's one. I totally forgot the song, but he goes hard. And then out of nowhere, it's like a random, like, choir singing. And then it goes back to the, the hard beat. I, I, I totally forgot what it's called, but that, that just catches you off guard. And then you can see, like, other people being influenced. Like, like Drake does it a lot, too. Um... But, and his lyrics, like, his lyricism is really dope. The way how he makes words rhyme, it's it's really cool. All right. All right. We got three more left. We can go two more. We got no, two we more. Got three more. We got three more, bro. We got to do all. We got three more. All right. Three more. Next person. The Beatles. I, I, okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, did you just shrug your shoulders on the Beatles? Okay. All right. Ready? Oh, y'all got it? Y'all ready? Yeah. Overrated, underrated? Yeah, ready? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, ready? Yeah. Three, two, one. Rated. rated. Yeah, I'm going to just say rated. Easy. Rated. I okay. Did, I, I don't even know if there's an explanation so. needed. There's yeah. not. They're the Beatles. They, exactly. They, they, I, like, I didn't grow up listening to their music. I know, like, titles. I know some songs because, like, they still play them today. But yeah. they left a mark. That's true. So they it's did. Like, I love for the Beatles. me, like, not being a 
like someone growing up with the Beatles. My grandpa, on the other hand, huge Beatles fan, always listening to it. But because of the stamp that they left while they were the Beatles, that's very important. Here's the thing about the Beatles is they were the first group, the first musicians to turn a musical like studio or recording studio into an instrument of itself. Mm-hmm. Like the things that we see in our DOS today, like reverb, delay, all these things. Yep. A lot of people didn't think to add that to their music and they didn't think to implement them. And so in a weird way, without the Beatles, there would have been no Kanye. Yeah, that is true. That's, That's so crazy. True. Beatles are right where they should be. I think people paid homage to the Beatles appropriately. Give them their flowers all the time. They're ready. There you go. We'll go on to the next one. Mm-hmm. Yep. Good job. I love I love those answers. Love these answers. All right. How come you're not giving answers? Because no, I'm, 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 I'm a, that's he's why the host. Yeah, because that's, that's it's do, my, do you see Steve Harvey answering? It's my segment, okay? It's my segment. Let me have it, okay? All right. Next person. Drake. Easy. Overrated or underrated? Calm down. Ready? Three, two, one. Overrated. overrated. <laughs> <laughs> Explain. Dude. What's to explain? He's got ghostwriters. No, just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> oh, snaps. His old stuff I love, but now like everything's just the same. All the people that love him, middle schoolers. <laughs> oh, do you guys um have you guys ever heard of DJ Academics before? Yes. He's this YouTuber. Um he used to cover like gang violence in Chicago. That's how he came up, which is kind of an iffy way to come up. But yeah. he's he's like Drake's biggest fan. And like there's this live stream he did listening to the whole album. One song is like that's why Drake's number one. What are you talking about, Kendrick smoking on no top fives? You know my top five? Drake, 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 oh and Drake. Gosh. Less than two minutes know. later, he was completely asleep while the album was playing. That's <laughs> hilarious. Also, he also um, <laughs> he shot a DM to the, the music reviewer, Anthony Fantano, The Needle Drop. Because mm-hmm. Anthony Fantano doesn't give him good ratings. And um, he, he DM'd him and said, your life is a light one. Light to decent one, which is like exactly how Anthony Fantano rated his last album mm. out of 10. And then Anthony didn't post that DM, but he made fake DMs where he pretended that Drake sent him a cookie recipe, a vegan cookie recipe. He said, hey, yo, <laughs> hey, yo, Anthony, it's Drizzy. I know we have our differences, but I wanted to see if you like this <laughs> recipe, if you try it out. He made a video about it. And then Drake, to his hundreds of millions of followers, screenshots his own salty DM to a YouTuber with 1.3 million subscribers, 1% of what he has. And post it on his own story. <laughs> nice. That man's wow. like paper. He, yeah, I, his music is eh. His bars are eh. To me, this is my opinion. He's an eh. Most of my ex-teammates will hate me for, for saying all that. <laughs> I gotta yeah. say, pre-2015, even on pre-2017, I really liked his music. He's yeah. got some good songs. I like, I like some Drake, but I just don't think Drake is as great as everyone says he is. For real. It's his image. Yeah. His image true. is the whole big thing. Like, I, I heard, like, in person, really nice guy, solid dude, very respectable, minus a couple things I don't agree with. But, like, music-wise, like, when Scorpion dropped, only two songs I liked. Just and, eh. Yeah, and three of them were, like, singles he released years before. Yeah. But a whole bunch of the songs, they just sounded the same. He's like, eh, sorry, E.T., I know you're mad. Also, I can't yeah, think I gotta of... Say that. I can't think about Drake without thinking about the story of Adidon by Pusha T, that, like the diss track he did on oh, it. Oh, yeah, yeah, that dude classic, Bullied him bro. into being a good father. And I'm happy he became a good father, but... Yeah. I mean, part of me... I, giving him the benefit of the doubt, I think he would have done it either way. Yeah. Yeah. But he definitely had to speed up that process because of that song. 
he was. What do you uh, think, Paul, about him? Yeah. yeah. What do you say about Drake? Just about Drake. I'm gonna be honest. I was like, bro, Drake for who? Yeah. <laughs> 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 no, who's Drake? Who's this guy? Who's Drake? Nah, overrated. Overrated. Facts. If it, if you thought he was underrated or rated, you could say it. This is a safe place. No, I'm gonna be yeah, honest. Yeah. Hey, we can disagree here. We won't kick you off the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. You're the host. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, next person. Scared. Um. Yeah. <laughs> All right. This is, might be the last. This is the last one. Okay. This is the last note. <sighs> oh, hey, hey, hey. sorry, my guy. <laughs> Had to. It was good. All right. <laughs> Twenty-one pilots. Wow, dude, dude. really? You're gonna. I, I know. Uh, okay, okay. I love twenty. Okay. Exactly. Sorry. He loves him. He loves him. So, overrated or underrated? Or rated? Ready? Three, two, one. Underrated. underrated. Yeah. There, there was a time where I did think that they were trash and overrated, but that when I really dug into their music, really listened, like focus on the concept. There's so much that the people that bash on them aren't really looking at. I, it's definitely, in a way, sonically, it can be an acquired taste. It mm-hmm. was for me. Yeah. But I, now I'm, like, one of the biggest Twenty One Pilot fans. So it's, like, it's an acquired taste sonically, but the songwriting and then you add in the lore that they have with all the stuff they do. And, like, I, I, their concerts are some of the best concerts yeah. I've ever been to. And that's, like, an unbiased opinion. That's just These are just facts. Like, it's just crazy. Like, I, I think they're great, and they do a lot. And they're not even on like some ginormous label like Atlantic or or whatever. And it's they had like, the independent artists come up. They did. Yeah. They did. They played it right. They they got their hometown behind them. They really did. That's too. what they did first. For got their hometown yeah. behind them, and they just went up from there. Like what was that video? They started with like only nine, oh, twelve sleep. fans showing up, and then at the end, it's like they had a th- three a over three of, like, nights. They had like. 20,000 fans or something. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. I got to be honest, up until recently even, I underrated them. Just because, like I said, it's kind of the same deal with Taylor Swift. If you're the kind of person mm-hmm. that's a low-key music snob in terms of things, um, you're not going to accept them right away because you've heard them on the radio, and that could be the only reason why. Yep. If you don't think they're creative, if you don't think they have good lyrics, interesting beats, and amazing concepts, listen to Redecorate off of their Scale to Nancy album. That's what won me over that song. Mm -hmm. That song made me cry the first time I listened to it. And that's rare that that happens. So the the last time it happened before that was Self Control by Frank Ocean. Yeah, that's a good one. Dude, Redecorate is fire. And it's a very important message that I think right now especially needs to be out there. Dude, one of my favorites too is Off Trench, Neon Gravestones. Neon Gravestones Mm -hmm. is crazy. That's, That's good stuff. All of it. I just love all of Twin Pods. That's my even, biased opinion. Even the simplicity of uh, Truce. Truce is like the first that I think that was the first um, Twenty One Pilot song that I listened to and like really like whoa like yeah. it's short but just like the four lines that they have in each verse like it. The really best part penetrates. about that song is when I went to the first concert when I saw him, and they played that. They got done playing the song and then they just walked off stage as Truce started. And the entire audience sang the entire song. And I was like, man, this is it. That's a fan base. I got to fully admit, they're still not my first choice. My first choice is generally other things. But, like, I like them. And I know that the general, like, hip-hop community, because they kind of fit in that community. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they can. They're a mixture. The the general hip-hop community isn't super accepting of them. Yeah. And I think that they should be more accepted. For real. Especially because of how, what hip-hop is today. Like, it's not yeah, dude. what it used to. It's evolved. It's also, 
I think there's a lot of cats up in there that don't deserve to have the platforms they got because just because they're just not it's just not quality stuff. Yeah, it's just because they have good connections. Like remember when Mumble Rap was huge, dude? I hated that. That phase was the worst. Mumble ever. rap was rough. That was a rough go for the Oh hip-hop gosh, community. man. If you like mumble rap, Good I for respect you. that. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I don't like it. It's garbage. I don't like it. Well, boys. I'm not gonna lie. Twenty one pilots. I never really thought of them until I started living with y'all. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> I play them like all the time. Like I'm like, wow, twenty one pilots. But then you actually like went into depth of what they actually do. I'm like, oh dang, they're actually really cool. Tupac, yeah. listen to Redecorate. Not listen for to Redecorate. I will. I definitely yeah. will. I'll always play it for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, that wraps it up for Over and Under. Thank you, guys. Right, Go, yeah. baby. Of course, of course. Awesome. Nice. But that wraps up this episode. Yeah. Yeah. Say less. Well, Trey, any final comments before you, you pass away? No, what the? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What do you want to say to the people? What yeah. do you want to say? Promote, you can promote yourself. Words of wisdom. What are you going to say? We always end on the last note. So All right. Ahead. Last note. I love that. God created the world, and he created every single part of this world, especially the nature, to be a testimony of who he is. Fire. Go outside. Think about it a little bit. Loser, the album coming out hopefully in December. Hey, let's, let's go. go. Let's Follow go. me on Instagram. Link will be probably in the bio. We'll tag it's, him. Um, Most definitely. Yeah, All yeah, the yeah. socials, whatever he wants, we'll put it down there. And then the link in my bio, once you follow me, it'll take you to Spotify, Apple Music, uh, YouTube Music, whatever you have, Amazon Music, Deezer, Title. I literally am on everything. Hey. Um, yeah. I have a beat tape that I have out already since summer called Constellations, but it's in Portuguese, Constellações. Ooh, Check that one cold. out. It's a Brazilian infused jazz so nice. trap mm. album. It's very awesome avant-garde. Nice. Not really, actually. It's not that cool. But <laughs> check um, it out. Yeah, check it out. If you're just listening to, if you want to listen to something to drive to, listen to something to study to, something good to hear. And keep in contact. Keep in keep in the loop because big stuff's coming from myself in the next year. Let's go. Let's go. Shout oh, out. For shout you, out. The legend. Thank you for joining us. Hey, Thank thanks you. for having Thank me, you, guys. Trey. It was Thank awesome. You. Trey right. Bishop, everybody. Well, it's that time, boy. This was a long episode, but it was very, like... It was one of the best. Maybe it's it might too take... much food for you to chew, but that's all right. Hey, listen to it in sections. That's how I do yeah. it. On the way to and from work, 20 yep. minutes at a time. You yeah. have to do it. <laughs> do it. Do it. You can find us. If you're watching on YouTube, you can find us on all the streaming platforms. If you're on the streaming platforms, go check us out on YouTube. Yeah, do it. All right, Sam, you know what to do. Peace in the middle. Drop that beat. Oh, well, not the classic. Hey, hey, hey. Nice, nice. DJ Satch, spin that record. There. Oh, yeah. Okay. Dude, I love your drums. Yeah. Well, shout hey. out to Tonu in the back playing shout the drums. Out to yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Inside anyways, joke. <laughs> y'all already well, know what it is. Thanks for Josh. watching. Thanks for listening. Keep that peace of mind. Deuce, people. We love y'all. Yes, sir. Oh, yes. That's what we like. Woo! Dude, I was fired, bro.